Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello and welcome to the show tonight. I'm so glad you chose to join us. You're in for an exceptional episode tonight. I have it on very good accord that tonight's episode is going to be over the top, and I know this through firsthand knowledge. Now, the topic tonight is monetize your message through public speaking, and that's what we're going to talk about. But there's a very powerful message behind this this episode tonight because our guest tonight is Orlea Moore. We're going to bring her on in just a few minutes. But I wanted to talk about the notion of personifying power, personifying um, the truth of you, personifying a sense of confidence. It's... Uh, uh, as we've talked about many times on this show, um, personal awakening, personal empowerment, uh, uh, discovering a, a bigger truth to who you are, uh, discovering a, a higher wisdom or a, perhaps a higher calling, and then stepping forward and filling those shoes as yourself. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a, a new version of you, a, a, a new human personification, but it's still you. And uh, what I like about tonight's episode is um, th- there's going to be so much content, that, and some of it obvious and, not, and perhaps some of it not so obvious, but every single one of us has... Uh, I suggest an infinite well, an infinite stream of inspiration that comes from within us, from the inside out. And when you when you have confidence, when you have this knowingness, this surety, if you will, I don't even know if surety is a word, but when you're absolutely certain that what you set out to do will indeed fulfill. It, it's like uh, having no thought contrary. Um, sometimes it's been portrayed as having the faith of a mustard seed. When you, when you step forward towards fulfilling that vision, that dream, that is the act of creation in and of itself personified. And and as you reach milestones all along the way, you, you have a very deep sense of satisfaction, a very deep sense of fulfillment because you're honoring your potential, because you're showing up for your life purpose, if you will. And tonight, um, on many levels, we're going to talk about that in spades. Again, the topic tonight is monetize your message through public speaking, and our guest tonight is Orly Amore. Many entrepreneurs don't know how to leverage their skills and experience to maximize their earning potential, and many professional speakers are struggling to get booked and make money doing their craft. In our talk tonight, Orlea Moore shares the many opportunities available to professional speakers and business owners to grow their brand and position themselves as subject matter experts as a public speaker. Orlea has worked with hundreds of speakers, authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs. Do any of you listeners fit those categories? Speakers authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs, and help them triple and quadruple their sales from the stage. In her talk, Orly shares the secrets of speaking business as only a 16-year veteran can, and in this talk, she brings her top tools, techniques, and strategies. Join me in welcoming Orly to the show. 
Orly, I'm so delighted to have you on the show tonight. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Les. I'm excited. Me too. I'm so glad this day has come. So, Orly, uh, hey, now, don't start off by laugh. Okay, we can laugh. Um, Give us uh, some background about yourself. Tell us about yourself. Um, So, I don't know where to start, so I'm going to make it short and sweet. I have been speaking full-time for about 23 years now. And uh, my career started in uh, speaking in property management. I had uh, a very successful property management company in Florida and in Canada. Um, I was the youngest woman in Canada to receive the Businesswoman of the Year Award in my industry of property management residential in 1998. Um, uh, I was 24 then. I'm 52 now. Just, you know, get that out of the way. Um, I have a uh, law degree and an MBA, and those served me maybe a little later in life, uh, but did not serve me much during my life. Um, and when I was in Florida, I was asked to speak at a, at a woman's shelter where I refused, and I didn't want to tell my personal story, but I've been speaking on uh, property management for a while there, and um, once I did speak, the um, I met a woman that actually wanted to end her life, and after hearing me speak, she decided to leave, live and asked me to show her how. And uh, the rest was history. That's my pivot point, if you will, for why I wanted to continue public speaking and sharing my story. Right. Well, um y- I I find that um, you, you have such a presence about yourself that um, the confidence that you exude, the um, the presence that you have when when you stand up and speak, is is uh, very pronounced. Um, so, give us some insight in in. What inspires you? I mean, what what puts some spring in your step? What what gets you up in the morning? That's a great question. Thank you. So, in 2010, <clears throat> in the beginning of 2010, I told my business coach, executive coach, if you will, that I want to impact the lives of 200 million people by the 24th of April, 2025. And there's two things that are always in the back of my mind. Les Brown says, the how is not your business. And the second thing is uh, Sir Richard Brunson, who says, when an opportunity knocks, figure, you know, say yes, figure it out later. And those are my kind of mantras. And if what wakes me up in the morning and what, you know, keeps me going all day and what I go to bed with at night is those 200 million people, which right, right now we are at 57 Point three million uh, impacted, which is awesome. But at the same time, uh, I can tell you the story of that a little later of how we got there. Um, but also, I have some advocacies. Um, I am uh, I am on on bo- on a couple of boards. One is for um, cruelty against animals, and the second one is I'm an advocate for human trafficking and child slavery. And so I am a part of uh, the Motivational Missions uh, group tour, and it's just awesome. We go to different countries and, and help kids realize that their, uh, their life circumstance is um, their life their life circumstance is not what will dictate their future that they are in charge of their own future. I think the children are our future, and so we need to make sure that they know that their circumstances right now are not dictating, you know, the end results. So uh, that's really what fires me up every day. I'm uh, I'm very involved in in these two um, um, nonprofits and. And and I like to impact people's lives. Well, I like that. And <clears throat> your own life, I mean, you've been through some very challenging um, events in your own life. And for you to um, come out of, of your past, if you will, with such a positive and vibrant um, 
um, attitude and with such a powerful goal to impact 200 million people by April 2025, um, it, it can take some serious effort to uh, pull yourself back up after um, personal challenges. Um, what have you found in your life that helps you um, push through what might otherwise um, be a devastating life event and and grow through it, if you will? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, I'll share with you, and I know you know my story, but I'll share with your audience my story in 18 seconds so we can at least give them a synopsis of what I've been through. Uh, by all means, I'm not looking for sympathy because your question will be answered at the end of that. Um, my um, my background is I was a beaten up child. I was molested four times before the age of 14. I was raped three times before the age of 22, twice gang raped, nine months apart and left for dead. I was uh, married to a very abusive husband, both mentally and physically. Uh, the result of all that, I had four abortions and I gained a morbid amount of weight. I was 428 pounds at my heaviest. I've lost about 200 and changed um, pounds and still working it. I'm still uh, a work in progress, if you will. Um, but what I realized from what has happened to me is that I have to take control. And when I spoke at that shelter, it's exactly what I shared, is how many times are you reliving the incidents and giving power to, your assault, to, to, the, um, to the person who damaged you, if you will, mentally, physically, whatever it was. And I think we do that with many things in our lives. We don't do it with just, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that my story is any better than anyone else or any stronger or any worse than anyone else. So there's some people who have been through a lot more than me. And what I say is that, well, we need to stop reminding ourselves of what we've been through and look at where we are and move forward. And I think that I guess I had the strength or the stubbornness of not letting that determine my life. I could have gotten into drugs, I could have gotten into alcohol, I could have gotten into another addiction. Well, I guess food was an addiction because that was something that I was harming myself with uh, in order to protect or shield uh, what was going on emotionally. So it's basically to make that decision to switch over and just take control. I took some courses, I read some books, I've done all that, and um, when I spoke at that shelter, that was the pivotal moment where I had to share this story so that others can also look maybe at their own life and see where they're doing that, where they're hitting themselves and where they are um, preventing themselves from growth instead of just, you know what? Yes, this happened to me. It is bad. It is horrible. Whatever that is that they're thinking. And now how do I move through? How do I, not let that determine my circumstances now because now, you know, I'm six foot above ground, not underground, right? I'm so blessed to be above ground. So every day you ask me also that question, what motivates you? Well, you know, every day above ground is a good day. I uh, I don't take anybody or any moment of my life for granted. And I've been given an amazing opportunity to to speak all over the world. I am a certified behavior analyst. And I became a behavior analyst because I wanted to understand people and what, they, what makes them tick. And I go around the world teaching uh, salespeople and companies how to close the deal 98% of the time. So all this has just, you know, turned around, turned, you know, it's basically taking lemons and making lemonade. That's what I did. And I really encourage people to do that. Well, Indeed, and and thank you for sharing that story. And and we've had really countless guests on on the show that have had a really difficult or traumatic um, events in their past, and yet mm-hmm. and yet it's um, I don't I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but it's like a tempest or a fire that that um, forms who they become, if you will, and. Mm-hmm. You know, boiling water can uh, 
soften the carrot and and uh, harden the egg. I mean, not everybody who goes through challenging times comes out standing on top. But what I what um, uh, for for our audience to understand, um, uh, you and I uh, met each other at a three day speaking seminar in California, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And so when I say um, I know you, it was through that event. And and mm-hmm. the reason I bring this up is um, watching you speak, you um, you just exude uh, a sense of grace, but yet um, the power, the graceful power in which you control a situation is is very elegant and um i i think there's a real art to it and you are a true artist when it comes to um walking that fine line of exuding control and not being a a, a pompous bastard you know because you're not in any sense of the word and yet um, your intention is is so fully embodied in your persona, in such a, like I said, in such a graceful way. That's why I'm so delighted to have you as a guest on our show tonight. Now, yeah, thank um, you so much. Oh, it's, those words are so easy for me to say because I mean every single one of them. So. Um, Give us a give us some background to you. Tell us what you call yourself as it relates to public speakers, and explain what it is that you do. Okay, thank you. So I call myself a business coach for public speakers because I do not teach them how to speak, how to deliver, how to write a speech. That I do in my speaker training boot camp. Uh, which are separate events, and they happen maybe every three months or so uh, somewhere around the country. But as a business coach for speakers, that's the funny thing is that I did not want to coach. (laughs) I was traveling the world, 26 countries, 18 states, and finally uh, one of my destinations was Arlington, Texas, where I was um, in the break room for speakers and just minding my own business, and these three guys, came over to me there were speakers as well it was like the lounge for speakers so the three speakers came over and one of them said aren't you Orly Amor and I said yes do I know you because I'm sorry I don't remember and they said well uh, one of them said no 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 we we've never met officially but I've seen you on the circuit and I'm like oh okay Phew. And so we introduced ourselves, we exchanged business cards, and at one point uh, along the conversation, one of them said to me, hey, I'm just curious, how did you get this gig? And I looked at him, I said, well, I don't know. I called, I told them what I speak about, they paid me, and I'm here. All three of them looked at me like if I had three heads. You got paid? And I'm like, uh, yeah, oops, you know, like I really felt bad at that moment. I didn't know what to say. And I said, why, you didn't? And they said, no, we got our expenses paid, but we didn't get paid. And I said, oh, no, no, I got paid and I got my expenses paid. And they said, well, we want to know how you did it. So jokingly, because at the time, like I said, I, I was not even thinking about what I do today, but uh, jokingly I said, well, you know, if I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to charge you. Right. And uh, yeah, and they just looked at me and said, okay, well, just name your price. And I said, what? (laughs) Okay, let me think about this because I don't even know where to start. So we all, like, you know, uh, continue talking and and, uh, about the industry and what's going on. And and on my way back from Arlington to New York, I live in New York now. So on my way back to New York, I was. I was thinking, well, maybe that's what's missing in this industry. Maybe that's why people don't know how to make the money. And um, so I started studying this industry. I started calling some of my friends who are event planners and all kinds of of other uh, coaches out there and what they give and what they do. I even hired some of them just to see what they teach. And they do give some tools, which is great, but how many of us really use everything we buy? And so – 
I decided not to be one of those, which is great. You know, everybody has a purpose and a, and a, and everybody has a, um, a rightful uh, way of sharing their own information. So I wrote down everything that I do uh, for my own business of public speaking. And, um, and let me just take a parenthesis here. Um, many years before that, I used to tell my friends who are speakers that the average speaker should be making $150,000 a year minimum wage, like working for McDonald's. And they all made fun of me. What? Are you crazy? Some of us make 50, some of us make 70, maybe 80, 100, that's pushing it, 150, you're out of your mind. I said, okay, you do you, I'll do me. And at the time I was saying that, I was tripling that amount. And I don't mind sharing that. So now we are fast forward in 2010, and I'm thinking, you know, um, let me look at what I'm doing every day. And so I wrote it down. I wrote a big list, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this looks like a great toolbox. If they just do this, I mean, I don't see I don't see anything special that I'm doing different. But what I see is that I have consistency. I have everything ready. There's a lot of things that go into into this business. And so after doing my my uh, my research and so on, I called some of my friends who are speakers, and I said, Hey, listen, I just sent you, I just um, created something called Business in a Box for Public Speakers. What do you think? So the same, those are the same people who maybe 10 years prior to that were joking, were laughing at me. So I, they said, well, oh, my God, Orly, that's like the holy grail. You should do it, definitely, and uh, we'll hire you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, um, thank you. And one of them said, Orly, that's how you're going to reach your mission of 200 million people. What if you did help other speakers get out there in front of the masses, make the money while doing it? And they just, they don't have to tell you how much they make because there's plenty of money to be made. But what if they just tell you how many people they're connected to or impacting or speaking in front of? That can help your numbers. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's the reason I needed to actually get this going. So I created the Business in a Box for Public Speakers. And I called back those three guys that I met in Texas. And I said, hey, guys, listen, I don't even know what I'm doing. But I just created the Business in a Box for Public Speakers, which is basically a set of tools that I build for you. I will, do, I will position you in this industry. I will build your infrastructure for this business. I will show you how to find the, 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 the gigs, how to contact them, what to say first, second, third, how to deal with rebuttals what to say when they tell you they have no money, what to say when they tell you they have no, I mean, you're not a good fit or you missed the deadline. What do you say? There's still ways to get hired. And uh, I'm only going to have a one-time fee, and I'm going to do one thing more than anyone out there. I'm going to put on paper that I guarantee you'll make one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000 your first year of public speaking. And all three of them in different times, of course, said the same thing. Well, how can you guarantee anything? Nobody guarantees anything these days. And I'm like, no, this is in my contract. I'm guaranteeing that if you do the work, you'll make the money. And if you don't, if you did the work and you don't make 150 minimum wage, right? It's minimum wage. If you don't make 150 your first year, let's say you made 120, I'll book you for, I'm, I'll book you for the other 30. Or if you made 130, I'll book you for the other 20. Whatever that is, I know this will never happen. I know you will make it. This is minimum wage. You should be able to make it. So all three of them hired me on the spot. And that's how my career started, and I didn't even know that this was going to happen. But now we are nine years later, and it's been an amazing, amazing ride. Uh, just I love what I do. I still speak, of course, because that's really my first passion. But helping other speakers do the same and get paid is absolutely phenomenal. And getting text messages like, oh, my God, I just got hired for $5,000, is it's a beautiful thing. Um, I really love it. Well, very nice, and 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 it's so important to be able to convey your message. I mean, so many people um, kind of wake up to their life calling, if you will, and uh, for many, it's a tangent. It's something completely different than what they've done in the past. It's like a school mm-hmm. teacher being inspired to write about personal transformation or whatever 
Right. And and to to step into new shoes, if you will, when you see mm-hmm. your life pivoting and going in a new direction, to step into new shoes with that sense of confidence, with that with that vision of 200 million people by April 2025, um, for for many people to make that transformation, they don't uh, they don't really get the traction that that really fuels their passion, if you will. They kind of poke mm-hmm. at it with a stick, and mm. and it maybe they're even intimidated by it. But sure. what I really like about your story is is you 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 jumped in with both feet and and you knocked it out of the park. So it's kind of funny that you're saying all that because I'm an introvert, and so when people meet me, they're like, "There's no way you're an introvert." <laughs> but yes, I am, and in in many sense of the word, I am very much of an introvert. But I uh, I act as an extrovert, right? So the thing is that it, it has to be worked on. It's not that I don't act like I'm I'm very real and and my integrity is extremely high. Uh, but I would tell people that you know there's a few things that we need to to basically address here. One is that you have to be passionate about sharing a story, no matter what is your story. You got to be passionate about it. And by the way, how do we even put speeches together make a point tell a story or tell a story make a point and basically that's how you put a speech together in a nutshell i'm not saying that i'm not the the uh the expert but this is really in a nutshell to give people a sense of what it is and we all tell our stories we talk to people all the time whether it's our friends and we complain to whomever will listen and stuff like that and those are basically stories so everybody has a story, and my purpose is that people don't take that story to the grave because, like, what happened to me in that women's shelter is that I basically saved somebody's life for me, and that was, for, you know, something that a feeling that I cannot even explain where I knew that this is what I need to be doing, that this, I need to share my story because I didn't know that morning that I'm going to speak at the shelter and I'm going to save somebody's life or that I'm going to meet somebody that wanted to kill herself that morning so i want to that's my message to the world is don't take your story to the grave become a mentor a public speaker uh, an author whatever it is don't take your story to the grave and my mantra is if you have a if you have a message somebody's willing to pay for it so while you're sharing your story why not get paid so here's some statistics for you this is a hundred billion dollar a year industry there are 64,000 events per day in America alone, that's Canada and the United States, that pay speakers. And yet most speakers are broke. Broke meaning they're making less than 100 grand a year. And, and it's funny because the National Speakers Association came out with an article in 2017 that said that the average speaker makes $177,000 a year. So that means the money is there. And that means that everybody who has a story and a message can be paid. And why are they not getting paid or why are they not making their worth? It's because they think that if they go and speak for no fee, and we got to stop that because that's ruining the industry, speaking for free or speaking for no fee is basically uh, not only killing the industry but devaluating themselves. Whatever you've been through, even less you, uh, you know, whatever you've been through in your life and the money you spent on your growth and your education and so on, and now you bring it to the forefront and speak to people. I mean, somebody has to pay for that. You paid for it with time, money, blood, sweat, tears, whatever it was. And so you should be paid. So it's not well, about indeed. courage. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's not about the courage. I would say that it's about passion. Do you have the passion to change people's lives? Do you have enough in you to, whether it's 10% of what I have or even, you know, 80% of what I have, uh, as far as passion, it doesn't matter. If you have enough to go out there, and this is all a skill set. You said that, um, you know, I'm graceful and humble, and I am humble in the sense that I don't take anything for granted. I don't take anyone or any 
place or any circumstance for granted. And that just keeps me grounded because I love traveling. I travel the world and I love it. And I really, really love my life. But at the end of the day, how many people do I impact every day? That's what I count on. What am I, what is, you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to die tomorrow. No, but tomorrow is not promised. So I could do only the best that I can today. And that's how I take it, one day at a time. And as you embrace that that perspective, that mindset for yourself, um, I would, do you, uh, do you continually evolve, if you will? Do you continually um, um, change, I mean, like grow as you mm-hmm, express mm-hmm. yourself as so passionately over time? It would seem like Absolutely. there's this ever-evolving uh, persona, if you will. Absolutely. Um you know, I, I believe that we never, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know who said that, but one, uh, somebody that is very well known, I, I'm just, it's not coming to me, but he said that when you stop learning, you start dying. You right. need to learn something every day. Your mind needs to be expanded every day. And I'm not talking about listening to the news and learning what's going on out there and getting all beat up in your, in your, in, in the negativity or, I just don't listen to the news. I don't listen to TV. Um, well, maybe once in a while I'll, I'll watch a show or something. But even then, you know, if I want to, I watch it on my phone and just before I fall asleep or something. But that's once in a blue moon. What's important is what do I learn every day? I listen to Jim Rohn on YouTube and, and many others to get inspired, to be connected, to to remind myself, you know, something, uh, there's a lot of people who are looking for information where sometimes all you need is confirmation. So there's things that you've learned already that you know, but maybe you forgot. Maybe you're no longer inspired by those things. So definitely learn every day. Now where we met, um, Adam Markell is my coach for my um, TED Talk. And I don't mind saying that because I am looking forward to being on a TEDx Talk And not only one, my goal and in my bucket list, it says five. So I need to be on five TEDx talks. And I'm being coached by him to formulate my message to the world, which is about sharing your story. And um, and I don't know what the big idea will be exactly, but this is what we're working on so that I can formulate an amazing talk that will inspire others for the rest of life. And maybe I won't be here, but at least I will leave some kind of legacy. I also have a book coming out in December about the industry of public speaking, and it's called You're Not All That, Public Speakers. Here are the 12 reasons why event planners won't hire you. And I took five years out of my life to interview over 3,400 event planners that hire speakers to know what they're thinking and what are speakers not doing out there to get paid. And that's what makes me, you know, uh, a little passion. I mean, more passionate about this than and others. But I, I would say, yes, continue learning. So where we were, I was getting trained again, right? So and and it gave Adam uh, another look into what I do already, uh, as far as a speaker. But then I get his guidance. So, yeah, learn, invest in yourself continuously. By the way, you're supposed to invest at least 10% or 20, I don't remember what they said, 10 or 20% of your earnings into your growth. So whether it's self-help books or, or seminars or webinars or, or coaches, I have three or four coaches now, holy crap. Anyway, yeah. and, um, <laughs> it, it, you know, it just continue, continue growing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have no filter between my head and my mouth sometimes. But um, No worries. Yeah. It's, 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 I know it's overwhelming. But what keeps me going and not stopping is um, my passion for these 200 million people that I'm going to be reaching uh, before I'm done. And people, some people are saying, well, why not 2 million? Why not 5 million? Why 200 million? And that would be a really cool story to tell you because in the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, many people have read the book. Or I've heard of the book. And I encourage people to read that book. If anything, get that book and, and definitely read it at least once. 
But many people who have read it think, say, oh, yeah, I read that book, but they can't remember the story inside that book, which was about Gandhi and how he got 200 million people to follow him harmoniously, operative word, harmoniously, uh, through the fight against hunger and violence in India. And that inspired the number for me. I'm like, okay, if he can do it with no internet, <laughs> I can do it yeah. and more maybe with internet. So that's the reason oh, sure. I come on these shows. Yeah, that's the reason I come on these shows and I track how many people are listening uh, or I, I track some of the, the comebacks or the comments I get from that and all these amazing avenues of touching people's lives. That doesn't mean that they're going to say, oh, my God, you saved my life, but I'm sure that the people that I meet in the street or when I speak and they come and shake my hand, those are people who are impacted. Well, um Orly, you know, on the show, um, we talk about the uh, the evolution of consciousness, and I'm and I don't want to I'm I'm not really deviating. I'm just perhaps using it a little different language, but we're sure. all every one of us is the personification of consciousness, and I mm-hmm. and I suggest that consciousness, by its very nature wants to express itself in new and and dynamic ways. And Mm -hmm. as I sit here and listen to you share with our audience, your attitude, your mindset, your your personal growth uh, uh, resolution, um, your ethics, your humility, you personify that that constant uh, sense of evolution of yourself, so to speak. And and you you just described it in the last few um, points that you shared with us that indeed you you regrow yourself you relearn yourself you reteach yourself over and over and over again as just a natural just it it's not forced it's not like um, any kind of drudgery it's just how you conduct yourself. And it's quite evident in your voice, in your vibrance, in your passion, in your excitement, that you've tasted the fruit, if you will. You've tasted the fruit of saying yes to that inner drive, yes to that that desire to know more, yes to try to understand something at a deeper level over and over and over again. And and that's why at the beginning of the show I said this was going to be such a, a dynamic episode, and I and I said that with confidence because of who you are and and how you personify what we've talked about on the show so many times the evolution of yourself, if you will. Yes. So. Um... You know, we, we sometimes people say, well, I don't know where to start, and I don't know if I really want to be a public speaker, and how much work does it take, or how much time does it take? And, you know, that should not be the worry. Because if you think about it, um, some pe- I, I don't know how to ride a bike. But those who have, and those who ride a bike, um, they all say the same thing. Well, it took a little bit of time. I fell a couple of times. And, and it's the same thing as walking and crawling and so on and so forth. So everything is a process. Even life itself is a process. So let's not, you know, dissect it before we try something. Because I, I get clients also that they're like, well, how did you even know that you wanted to do this? I have no clue. I can't even answer that. It was inherent in me, and I believe that if we listen to the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in, the messages are there. You know, like you know, like you know, that you need to be doing your purpose. It's, it's the light, and, and, I, and I have a quote, it's the light that shines within you. You know it absolutely without a doubt. And that's how, you know, and, and if you listen to the universe in your own vibration and you don't listen to other people because they're acting on their own fears and assumptions and, and uh, beliefs where you don't listen to that. If I listened to everybody that told me not to do this, um, I would have been behind the eight ball by a long shot. So I just appreciate 
every single moment of knowledge and use it and see how I can use it in my life or how I can use it to impact others. It doesn't always have to be for me. Right. But, um, and, and you do it so well. It's, uh, I, 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 you just said that, uh, um, more or less that the, the natural tendency you have to, um, explore the possibilities um, was there from the beginning, and and what uh, your story is is so powerful on many fronts. Um, the the success you're having, the vision that you have, the goal that you have, 200 million people. I mean, so many people can. It, it uh, for many people, it's like they're standing in the back of a boat and they're looking at the wake of the boat, all the waves that mm-hmm. the the boat has made, and they point to mm-hmm. aspects in their past and they said, "Well, look at that thing. Look how terrible that was." And they look mm-hmm. on the other side, and and there's another wake, and nobody's driving the boat. They're looking. <laughs> they get they get focused on everything that's perhaps gone wrong with their life. And right. um, your passion, your, um, your mojo, your spunk is, is this really s- subtle but yet also powerful yearning to, to know more about what's possible if you show up for yourself. And, and mm-hmm. uh, your stories speaks by itself. I mean, you are reaching the masses of people. I, there's no doubt in my mind by April 2025, it might be done before then. And yep. and I just want to point out one more statistic. When Gandhi was alive, there wasn't 7 billion people on the planet. So you've got a, a thick, rich um, field to harvest from. So Mm-hmm. If you want to bump that number up, I'd be all for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Les, for the enthusiasm. But 200 million is not reached yet, so let's get let's get over the first hump. <laughs> hey, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue. But um, and you know, it's kind of funny. It's like this is the the number that we've reached already is like 57.3. I I believe that that's the last number, and. Um, the thing is that not everybody reports to me, and not everybody tells me how many people they're touching. So it's kind of funny. Um, it would have been nice to know from everyone, but I'm sure it's more than that. And then, and then there is the people we don't uh, we don't count. Like it's the people that are ripple effects. So if you impacted three thousand people, just for as an example, but those three thousand people are connected to other people and we don't know how many people they're connected to, but they're impacting those other people and that becomes like a number that, yeah, I would probably be in the trillions, you know? But um yeah. So right now what I wanna what I I'm looking to reach is the people that I'm impacting that they and and, uh and the speakers that I'm helping and they're people that they're impacting. And that's right now a good way to quantify the number. And I can't wait to get to that big number. Right. It's so funny that we're talking about well, this because I just I just took a whole day to put together a um, one of those thermometers, you know, like when they do fundraisers. Right. <laughs> to to do that to do to see where I'm at. So that's funny. Anyway. Well, so as as you're evolving yourself, what's next on the horizon? What do you see coming down the pike that uh, might might be new and different for you? So, um, as I said, I, I want to really be a trailblazer in this industry of public speaking. So I'm launching something really amazing called Global Super Speakers. It's a membership uh, website, but there's more to this. There's also uh, Global Super Speakers Academy and Global Super Speaker Training. And it's basically going to take over uh, the industry in a, in a very big way. And that will allow those who are sitting on the sidelines and who are scared to hire a coach or 
spend a lot of money, to spend a, a, a minimal amount of money to get just as many resources until they are ready to take it to the next level. So there's, a le- there's levels in there, and uh, the trainings have, uh, are giving the speakers a badge where if they have one badge or two badge or three badge, or it goes up to five badges, which allows them to char- how much to charge. So now the event planners that are a part of this, um, and there's about 58,000 event planners now, those event planners will be able to see the speakers, but the speakers won't be able to see the event planners. So it's going to be a one-stop shop for event planners to know what level a speaker can be paid, and they go with their own budget and choose a speaker. So there's a lot of great things coming out. Also, my book is launching on the 3rd of December digitally, and so I'll be sharing that with you. It's called uh, Public Speakers. You're not all that. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry. I still love that, uh, that, that, that title because I always tell people, you're not all that. You know, Stop thinking you're all that in, the, in a bag of chips. But you're not all that. Uh, here are the 12 reasons why event planners won't hire you. And uh, what's cool about that is I have uh, the, the um, forward of this book is going to be written by uh, Bernie Dorman, who is the founder of CEO Space. And for those of you who don't know who CEO Space is, well, check it out. And I hope to see you at the next forum. It's also in, in December. And then um, there is also um, – Small business expert Bill Walsh, I'm sure you've heard of him or you've been to one of the expos or the small business expos where he's running uh, the show there, and uh, he'll be writing the introduction to the book. And then we're going to get another uh, another person to, to give a good review on the book or a couple of very big players in this industry. My goal is to really get uh, rid of the people who think they really are all that and to treat this industry with professionalism and to know that this is a business. No matter what you, how you look at it, it's a business. And for speakers to stop um, speaking for free, they should be paid, even if they're selling from the stage, even if they're making their money otherwise. Uh, speaking for no fee is, is really bad because sometimes, you know, I get people come to me and they say, well, you know what, they, wanna, they don't want to pay me. They say they have no money. So I go for the exposure, and maybe I'll sell a couple of coaching packages. Well, that's great and all, but um, if you really want exposure, just go outside. Like, just go and, and, and stay in the sun. You'll have plenty of exposure. You didn't go through everything that you've been through. And I am being sarcastic, and, I, and it might offend some people, but at the end of the day, they cannot be now asking to be paid. They've done it for free for, or no fee for so long that they, now they're expecting to be paid? Why would an event planner pay if they can uh, pay for the milk if they can get the whole cow for free? Right. So uh, that's what's coming up for me. Uh, I'm going to be really um, being a trailblazer in this industry. That's why I've been also on the lowdown. Like I'm not on social media a lot. Uh, I've, you know, of course I, I posted our show today, but I, I'm not – as much on social media and I'm not doing much right now because I want to launch this in a big way. Right. Well, I appreciate that. And, and I have to say, I'm, I'm not surprised that you mentioned CEO space and Bernie Dorman. We've had Bernie Dorman on the show as a guest oh, cool. and, and CEO space is a very powerful place for, Yes. for uh, visions and dreams to turn into reality. So, um, Absolutely. Orly, every time you share, the vision you're sharing expands. <laughs> I mean, you just I you know. just laid out the future, and we've been talking about your past. I mean, uh, holy, holy bejesus, you're, you are <laughs> – you, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. I I invited you on the show for a reason, but you just uh-huh. exude that that evolution of self in such a a, a beautiful and graceful way. Um, and and then you lay out the vision that you have for the future. And boy, you're just getting started. Yeah, 
although I've been around for a long time, I'm just getting started to be a trailblazer in this industry. Yes. Well, you know, um, I want you to think about something and feel feel free to throw something at me if if um, if you want. But Orly, I suggest the most powerful substance on this planet for change is human consciousness. There's mm-hmm. nothing else, this is my opinion, there's nothing else yeah. on the planet that can even compare to the power of human consciousness. Mm-hmm. And you are point blank taking focus with a passion and a humility and a compassion for millions of people, millions of nodes of human consciousness, when you awaken a human consciousness and you spark it with a seed of inspiration, when you spark it with a seed of excitement, a seed of passion, there's no telling. And, and you're, you're the personification of what I'm talking about. You're, you're, you're human consciousness that is sculpting the fabric of human consciousness on this planet. So <clears throat> let there be no doubt in your mind that you're changing the course of of our human story in and of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and people need to um, to get out of their own way, knowing that they can do the same. Right. So now. Let's talk about your services. So if hmm. I'm listening to this show tonight as a listener and and I I have a a product, a book, a story, a message, um how do you work with people? I mean, what if I live on the other side of the planet? Do you do it one on one? I mean <laughs> yeah, it's give one us on a one snapshot. Okay, so it's 12 sessions, not 12 weeks. So I've had clients who finish the whole program within a month because the truth of the matter is that they have me for life. So there's no need to count on how long it's going to take us to build the infrastructure. It's just going to take the time that it takes, and we do it as quickly or as slowly as somebody wants. They go at their own pace. Number two is that if they want to connect with me and maybe have a a uh, free discovery session with me. They just go to orlyamore.com, O-R-L-Y-A-M-O-R.com, and book a session for 30 minutes. Um, I'm offering it to your audience so that they can just uh, have that insight of where to go next or where to get started or where to take it to the next level. They might be already speakers, but they're not making at least 150 to $200,000 a year minimum and through public speaking. And so I invite them to do that. Uh, my program is, is uh, a one-on-one because there's, um, my superpower is how to position a speaker in this industry. And that takes a little bit of time. And that's why our first session will be a couple of hours. Maybe it doesn't take a couple of hours, but it's, uh, it's for me to learn what they know about this business and what they don't know to teach it. Um, to establish their fee structure, to make sure they're on the right path of structuring their own fee, and uh, also to title their, their, as a, them as a speaker, which is my superpower. It's an exercise that we go through. And, and then everything else is, uh, is industry uh, associated with all their forms and everything they need, all the way to the speaker sheet. By the way, um, with all my findings, 98% of speaker sheets are wrong. So if uh, people are thinking, oh, I already have one, I don't need one, well, maybe you should uh, listen to the science behind it and why maybe you're not hired from time to time. Um, so those who are making the money out there, by the way, uh, a quick um, parenthesis, is people who have been in the industry for over 20 years and have already a database of clients. Somebody that's starting out really needs to learn how this business works and to have the proper documentation and infrastructure to move them forward. So that's my program. Right. It's a one-time right. fee. I don't have surprises. I don't um, 
I don't have, oh, by the way, many coaches out there have, oh, listen, here's my mastermind, here's this, here's that, and if you want, here's, I mean, there's so many people just continuing to put speakers through the rigamarig. I call it the rigamarig because it's like the hamster wheel that goes nowhere because they keep spending money thinking there's a a magical formula. I only have one fee because... I give you the magical formula, if you will, but I follow you on it, meaning I keep you accountable for life. And I have a guarantee that nobody has on paper. So what I ask people to do is ask another coach if they would put it on paper that guaranteeing you if you do the work that you will make one hundred fifty dollars to $200,000 in your first year of public speaking. I'm the only one in the world that does that. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. And um, please mention one more time your book that's coming out in December. It's called uh, Public Speakers, You're Not All That. Very Basically, nice. You're not all that. <laughs> you're not all that. Um, it's kind of, it's well, funny I'm sure I some of them so think much. they are. And, yeah, that's the, that's the reason behind the book. Yeah, it's hysterical. I can't wait. It's going to be it's, well, or, it's so funny. Orly, I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. I mean, um, your energy is just contagious. Your passion is palatable. Um, I knew it was going to be a delightful episode, and it has been. I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. We've been talking with Orly Amor, and the topic tonight has been monetize your message through public speaking. Um, it's it's quite evident um, uh, the passion, the um, the drive, if you will, and yet there's a, 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 a such a a wonderful grace to uh, Orly's demeanor and. Um, when I first asked her to be on the show and she accepted, I knew, I knew it was going to be a powerful episode. And she embodies so well, so delightfully, so naturally, this inherent desire of expansion. And it's not a, it's not a laborious thing per se. It's more, I would suggest, a curiosity from my perspective, a curiosity of what's possible, of what could be done. And, and she has shared with us um, not only her, uh, what is what she's accomplished in her life up to now, but she has this very pronounced and very vivid dream and expectation of what's going to happen in her future. And if that doesn't uh, embody the notion of the expansion of consciousness through our human de- demeanor, I don't know what does. And for you, the listener, you're, you're here on this planet for a very specific reason. Your history is spot on perfect for what you're here to do. No matter what um, events have happened in the past, good, bad, or ugly, you always have the opportunity to create out of thin air new tangents, new directions, possibilities for your life. You're never, ever, ever stuck. And and when you when you discipline yourself, if you will, to listen to that inner inspiration and then take action on it. And take action on it with a sense of passion and a sense of purpose, you become electric and, and orally personifies that so well. Um, I think this episode stands by itself. At, at how vivid and, and delightful life can be when you show up for yourself. Hey, it's my passion. It's my passion to bring episodes like this to you because it's through our human demeanor that everything we seek will come into being. In, in other words, the future of humanity is in the hands of humanity. That means you and me. I'm your host, Les Jensen. It's been a pleasure. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast. To bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's latest book, Citizen King. 
the new age of power at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.